to the Chris and Sam podcast. Pull up a bar stool and join us for a random conversation, guaranteed to make you think or your money back. Hello and welcome to episode 369 of the Chris and Sam podcast. I'm Chris. And I'm Sam. Welcome along to your weekly fix of randomness, technology and life and and depression. More things, more things <laughs> going wrong in the world. Yeah. Uh, I said depression because I was just saying to Sam just before we, like literally just before we uh, hit the record, um, I had a bunch of things I wanted to talk about. It was all cool. And I hadn't got around to writing them down and stuff. And then and then the Ukraine and things. And I'm like, ah. Oh. And I am watching far too much of that shit. Anyway, we're not going to dwell on that. You don't, you don't want to give your hot take on that? I, I don't know why somebody doesn't um, set off a nuke in uh, St. Petersburg and take out um, freaking, you know, like a Ukrainian and take out Vladimir Putin. Yeah. yeah. It's amazing. It's amazing seeing like the mayor, like the uh, officials of Ukraine fighting. It was like the, the one of the mayor, a millionaire, like, well, like one of the youth uh, boxing boxers or something. Yeah. In there. And they just got all these shots. They're just like, nah, this is, this is it. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah, well, well, they they fought pretty hard to get out of the Soviet Union, like mm. you know, uh, in the late nineties, I think it was. And so, the, these guys are fighters. They'll they'll they'll, they'll keep going. I mean, they're totally outnumbered, like and out. I follow this, but I, why why are we doing? What's the point of these um, sanctions? Just pisses me off. It's like you'll regret this in two years' time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But it's oh, because- well, I won't because I'm going to own Ukraine. And do you know what Ukraine has? There's some huge things there, like the number one deposit of, um, is it cobalt? There's awesome. all these different things that they have got. And you're like, yeah, that's pretty. And, and not to mention a port that uh, Russia would be quite happy to have again. But so- uh, everybody, um, everyone's just freaking out because they don't want to set off nukes everywhere. Yeah, everybody. well, and because... Putin's already said, you know, um, he'll retaliate with nukes. He didn't say it in so many words. No, no, no. Read between the lines. Yeah. Uh, I follow this Instagram account. Uh, I can't remember what it's called, but they've got like footage coming out of there and it's all random as. And there's one where like the, there's like a, a tank. Do you see the tank run over the car? No, no. There's like a civilian just driving along in a, in, in a car and this tank just goes completely out of its way, runs it completely over. <laughs> Gone. <laughs> K- kill the person or... Well, the car's completely flat, so I'm assuming so. Yeah, it's like all oh, this behind-the-scenes footage, and there's like footage of them all like um, in the subway underground. All yeah, I've seen, I've seen that sort of footage. Mm. Damn! Did you watch the Tinder Swindler? I did. Okay, good because I see you posted the Air New Zealand Grab Seat ad. But you told me about the Tinder Swindler, and for some reason, and I listened to the podcast again later, and I went, "Oh yeah, no, yeah." For some reason, I thought it was a, a fictional story. I didn't realize oh. it was like a documentary. <laughs> no, 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 so, no, it's a real dude. Yeah, so I started watching it. Hang on. Is this a fictional story in the form of a dog? Yeah, and then it was like, holy shit. Yeah, no, it's, it's great. It's really good. Um, but out of it, dude, eh? Oh, you just get angry with him, man. Yeah, and then holy at the crap. end, he's just like, uh, you know, it's just in uh, Israel yeah, and, doing his own thing. He, and he's he, got a girlfriend. It's away with it with a few months off. Like those guys, uh, those poor women are paying off debts for life. Yeah, yeah. So that's the argument that Netflix should uh, help out with that. 
Um, how, how are you keeping up to date with the Wellington protesters? Um, or have you given again, up? I'm going back to the nuke thing. Uh, <laughs> well, no, I haven't been uh, keeping up with them. I, I, I think we're getting far too much footage of those losers. And speaking yes. of losers, do you recall, and I don't know if I've talked about this on the podcast, I think I might have done, or whether I talked to you, Lilach, uh, my Jewish yeah, friend, yeah, Israeli friend. Yeah. So I didn't block her. I, I don't tend to block people on Facebook. I just ignore them, but it's quite good to see what they're up to every now and again. Mm. Guess who's at the protest? Yeah, all over it. The real question is, though, is she wearing a tinfoil hat? Because that's their latest thing. Some of them think they are uh, being targeted by tech weapons, EMF and things such. So they've worked out that if they wrap their heads in tinfoil, they feel a bit better. Cool. It's, it's probably the COVID and the squalid <laughs> living conditions with feces and crap everywhere. That's probably making them feel bad. Uh, it seems like I just looked before. It seems like more of them have turned up for this weekend, even though they told oh, not really? to. Uh, and they closed the Auckland Harbour Bridge because the protesters decided to walk across there today. A whole oh, contingent up there. God damn! No, I, no, they're just dumb people. Um, they are. Like the more you see them, the dumber they are. Actually, the funny thing is, though, I was on my phone. Uh, they went in. And they put all these concrete blocks everywhere, right? And the concrete blocks are to stop the protesters' cars going in, right? Yeah. Um, but there was a fatal flaw in their concrete block uh, plan. Uh, let me just find this thing because I want to read it. The protesters seem to have had a little hand device that can move the pallets that the concrete blocks sit on. And the police have got to reposition one of the blocks. So uh, there was a whole police maneuver where they all came out with full riot gear, pretty much, and they were then had to remove all the pallets from underneath the concrete blocks because of this little device that the reporter didn't know was called a pallet jack. <laughs> but one night, all the protesters went around one of the concrete blocks and lifted it, and uh, someone online called it uh, CrossFit. Um, what do they call it? The CrossFit crazy? COVID CrossFit. COVID CrossFit, yeah. They all just lifted it out of the way. So they've had to bring more and more blocks in. The guy driving the forklift is all covered up so you can't see who he is. Like he's got something wrapped around his head and he's just got dark glasses on. But I think he's got some balls on him, that guy. I hope they're paying him well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. he's driving all over the place. It's just the one guy and he's always got to move these blocks. And, uh, you know, they moved a block and more cars came in. It's terrible. Damn. Oh, it's, it's just... Oh. For what? For what? Well, they, want the man- they, because- they want they now the one going across Auckland Harbour Bridge. They're like, we want the mandates gone by the first of March. Do you think if they just went right, mandates are gone, you don't need to do anything, nobody cares anymore? It seems to be the way we're going. They're not well, going to pack up and just leave, are they? But the mandates are going to go. Like that's the whole point. There's yeah, a no, roadmap just- for the mandates to go. Like yeah, yeah. yeah. But- so what? What are they doing? I just like. Living in my own shit. I think the, the crazies. I think the crazies have made more of a community, which is wrong for them. Because one of the cops has come out and spoke to a reporter off the record, and he says, "I can't talk about this," but he said, "There's so many of them mental health issues. It's like we're just babysitting mental health patients, um, and that's a big problem." Yeah, that's la la. And um, they've got children all there, and the children are getting dropped off at daycare tents with randos, and the cops are like, no. There's some real questionable people here with uh, electronic bail that shouldn't be around children. 
Oh, man. Anyway, back anyway. on to something better. So, so you mentioned the Tinder swindler, and it was because of this image that I've put in here. Yeah. Which is, um, so it's an image of an ad. So grab a seat, which is Air New Zealand, jumped on this. I thought it was pretty cool. And it's got the photo of this guy. What was his name? Simon Lee, Lviv, Lviv, yeah, I mean, whatever it is. Something like that. And and a, so it's one of the pictures from the um, film, him in a private jet. Yeah. And then it's got a, a phone with the texting, which is a big part of the the film. And it goes, "I need nineteen hundred fifty eight dollars. Call the bank. It's urgent." And it comes back. What's it for? I need to hide in railroad. My enemies are after me. And if you've seen Tinder Swindler, you know what this is about. If you don't, you have no idea. And the person's going, is 1958 enough? And and Simon's coming back going, yeah, grab a seat. It has four night packages from just 979 twin check per person. That's a brilliant ad. It's really like, that's cool. I, I was I was quite taken with that. We'll have a we'll have a uh, a link to the image in the um in the show notes. Yeah, I think a lot of people jumped on that bandwagon, so there were some pretty good memes. I, I didn't see any, but I, I hadn't been looking, and I, and I think I saw this just after I watched it. So because mm. I watched it a bit later than probably everybody else, but anyway, yeah, so that no, was pretty cool. fine. I thought hey, that was pretty good. <laughs> so there was a, I was going to say the other day there was a volcanic eruption, obviously in Tonga. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you read about the New Zealand's richest person donating to it? Who's New Zealand's richest person? Yeah, well, that was my first question. Graham Hart. They reckon he's oh, about, okay. worth about $11 billion. Um, He contacted the Tongan Relief Committee co-chairperson just after the disaster and says, hey, what can I do to help you out? And the Tongan Prime Minister said, they said, look, we need enough food to feed every child. We've lost all our fishing boats, and it would be good if we had a track We've, we're missing tractors. We need the tractors to push all the volcanic ash back off the soil. So Graham Hart's like, okay. Um, they thought he might just pick one or two things. He's like, okay, I've got 10 containers of food coming. I've got 20 fishing boats organized for you um, and another 10 from New Caledonia. So it's 30 fishing boats and uh, eight new tractors. Good on you, Graham. Good stuff. Are uh, on their way. So no, that's great. They didn't that's want awesome. to... He didn't want to talk. He didn't want to talk to reporters about it or anything. So yeah, no, that's good on. Good on. Yeah, him. I thought it was pretty good. So shout out to Graham Hart. I know he's listening. <laughs> no doubt. Um, cool. Now, what was I going to say? I was going to say something. Um, oh, neighbors in the UK. So did you see that the neighbors theme song topped the UK charts the other day? Oh, is it, how, edging how? out uh, Ed Sheeran and Adele. Oh. After news that the show will be cancelled after 37 years. Oh, wow. Okay. That's crazy. So I um, I was, um, when I was working in a bar in London, mm. every lunchtime, some of these old guys, oh, okay, I was 20, so these old guys weren't like real old, but they're probably, Older. well, they're probably 70, 60. 70. Oh, right. I don't call that old anymore because <clears throat> I'm knocking on that door. Um, no, but they were, um, yeah, they were retired anyway, I guess. And uh, they would have an absolute tantrum if you changed the channel off um, Neighbours. Yeah. Like, and it was like, are you serious? It's one this of the is, world's longest-running yeah. soap. Yeah, this is crazy. And, and, but, yeah, so that was, that was the 90s. And, you know, these these English people just couldn't get enough of it. And I, I, it's like, 
I think it, I'm pretty sure it played in New Zealand, but I didn't think it was that big a deal. Yeah, I wasn't really into it. And um, yeah, no, it was a big deal. So, but that's funny that they go, it's going to go out and then the theme song goes in the charts and knocks Ed Sheeran and Adele out of the top spot. Man, they go, <laughs> they go crazy with all that sort of stuff over there. Because yeah. right? there's always like every Christmas, there seems to be some weird Christmas song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fundraising songs and that do really yeah. with them. Yeah, yeah. True, true. So crazy. anyway. I, hey, I learned about uh, Hamilton's startup this week. Have yeah, you yeah. heard? Yeah, have you heard of Saveboard? Saveboard. Save S A V E. Saveboard. So, actually, I might have just um, did a LinkedIn connection to that dude, but I don't know, even know what it is. So. Oh, I'll tell you about it. Don't worry yeah, about cool. that. So, uh, as a bit of a background, there's a problem with the building supply industry in New Zealand. Fletcher's owns ninety six percent of it. Um, Jibboard is worth its weight in gold at the moment. They've pretty much um, said there's nobody's allowed any more allocations of it until uh, May, I think. Like uh, just can't... for the, our international listeners, yes. Jibboard is plasterboard yes. everywhere else in the world except New Zealand. Yes, and that's the problem because all our specifications and stuff mention Jibboard, which is a brand name. And if it's Jibboard, you can just go ahead with it. If you're using a different product like Elephant Board or something else you have to go and wait weeks and weeks for someone to come check that it's up to spec. And people are like saying, this should say plasterboard, you know, Absolutely. anyway. So there's a company out Tirapa, must be somewhere out where you, near where you work. And for the last 10 weeks, every two and a half minutes, it churns out a building material uh, that's made from plastic waste, from food, drinks and packaging, uh, all comes in. They've been working five eight-hour days since the start of late 2020, but they've just ramped up to three 24-hour production days. Uh, Their current output is half of the 200,000 board capacity. So they're building this board out of plastic, basically, and it's a low-carbon alternative to plasterboard, more commonly known as jib. Um, And apparently it's in hot demand, but the supply is trained. Oh, that's jib. Even if they could reach full capacity and getting rid of 4,000 tons of plastic, it would only occupy about 2% of the market that's dominated by the jib board. Yeah, so this dude out... Um... Good on him. Um, no, I mean, we've got to do that. We've got to do that. I think, and you've said it a couple of times, and, and I, I totally can't believe nobody's doing it. You know, where we really are recycling phones and stuff like that. I've ordered a new battery for that. Uh, cell phone yeah. that, that uh, oh. hasn't blown up. I, but I did buy another one, yeah. another Meizu, the same. Um, oh, so well, that's good. I hope it turns up soon. Uh, it just says, no, yeah. Or well, the battery. Oh, the, the battery will yeah, sorry. take a while. No, yeah, the, I've got a new phone, though. Yeah, yeah, it's good. Uh, so this is backed by Tetra Pak and Freightways. They sort of help it. But it says on the front of its website, it says, not perfect. If you are seeking, seeking perfection, Saveboard is not for you. Use a brand new product that has will be give you a flawless finish or look. So this has a natural texture, which you can imagine um, bits of plastic all jammed in together. Yeah, yeah. So it'd be a little bit porous and lumpy, maybe. Maybe. So, um, oh, I see. There's a couple of images here where it's got a boardroom and they're using it as ceiling tiles. So that yeah. makes sense. It looks pretty cool, actually. Yeah, so uh, just something I didn't know that was No, I think, I think it's good. Um, but, yeah, we've got to do that. And 
So, for example, we need to be way more self-sufficient in New Zealand about all sorts of products, but particularly building products. We have a housing shortage and we're having trouble shipping stuff in to build houses. Like, you know. It's crazy. And we've already moaned plenty of times about the fact that we cut down trees, send them overseas to be treated and then import them so we can build houses with them. That's brilliant. Well, there's more money at the... um making products and we just don't have the ability to do it at mass scale but you know what we should do chris we should remove all the free fruit from supermarkets free fruit uh yeah like countdown gives out some oh. free fruit for kids and yeah. uh the 66 year old woman slipped on a banana uh down at christchurch 66 she- years old what is she doing getting out of the house she should stay in the house and with a mask on Hey, I will remember that because you're not that far away from <laughs> Um So she fell over and she hit her head and she can't really remember anything. And she thinks that uh, kids should not be given fruit. It's dangerous for health and safety. Uh, I don't know how these people find themselves on uh, news websites, but good on her. She's, uh, I'll send you the picture. She looks crazy and she's holding a banana. Um, <laughs> uh, I, it's just, it's just stupid. It's, I, I'm sorry. It's just stupid. Oh, God. Look at that. Yeah. What about... Watching where you're going. Yeah, that too. That would be but, a good thing. <laughs> but uh, a woman in Atlanta, she's had to quit her job in order to pump enough breast, fil- uh, breast milk to feed her bodybuilding boyfriend every two hours. So I, she left- I feel actually ill. <laughs> she, she was single when she found a website about adult breastfeeding relationships, which is ABR. I'm sure if you're in that world, you know ABR stands for Adult Breastfeeding Relationships. I didn't always even know it was them. a thing. Uh, no, she always liked them being touched and stuff. And uh, she started talking to this dude and they brought it up. And uh, next thing you know, um, she gave birth to her daughter 20 years ago. So she had to uh, get him, you know, obviously get the breasts up and lactating. And uh, she's devoting it to her. And she reckons it's going to create a yeah, magical how, bond between them. How do you do that? How do you get your breast back up and lactating? Is that like you have to? She have- had to dry breastfeed him every two hours, and then use a breast pump, and then the body goes, "Oh, okay, you're trying to create milk." So, yeah. Anyway, uh, that's a thing which I learned this week, <laughs> and I still don't know how I feel about that either. I don't feel great about that one, but anyway, <laughs> I also learned because uh, it's about learning here at the Christmas Hand Podcast. White Castle, which is a takeaway chain in America, which we will probably never get here in New Zealand. So we won't no, be able no. to um, sample their little tiny burgers. I've been to White Castle mm. in Las Vegas. Yeah. Um, and like anything in Las Vegas, most of the room was filled with poking machines because yes. <laughs> you make more money <laughs> selling right. burgers. And then you've got a little burger thing at the back. And of course, I didn't eat much. I ate some chips, I think. Well, they're going, to be making, they're going to be making a lot more money because they have uh, decided to install the MISO Robotics Flippy 2 in 100 locations. They trialed the original Flippy, and it's basically a robot that is going to um, flip the burgers and uh, pull out the deep fryers and stuff. And um, some people were up in arms about this, but they said, nope, this is the way it's going. Uh, there's quite a big investment, though, I think, 100 of them. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, that yeah, you you got to go big. I mean, because again, the they've been talking yeah. about um, Tahuya recently, haven't they? Uh, the, oh, did they? the yeah, the the rail the train. rail the train because um, 
no, no, they're no, saying, isn't. yeah, they're saying that it's um, carbon negative, like for the amount of people going up and down, oh, right. a per person carbon, they should have driven a car, which is totally missing the point. They're thinking about it the wrong way. Yeah, totally. But um, yeah, it's uh, somebody in, in Hamilton was going on and on about it saying, yeah, we should just pull the pin on it and get rid of it. You know, everybody should drive a car. It's just Yeah, yeah, it's just very narrow-minded. But the government's sticking by it and saying, no, this is... Um, oh, that's good then. This that's is good. what needs to be done. But as we've said before, or I believe, you have to just um, bite the bullet and go full on with it and not have... Um, see, I, I've i got to go up for Liam's wedding next week, week after. Oh, and, very good. Um, a tenth, tenth of March it is, so it's a week after, isn't it? Is that um, Waiheke? Yeah, Waiheke. Mm. So if Tahuya was m- more frequent, I, I would be much happier jumping on the train, going up there, getting the ferry across Waiheke, doing the wedding thing, ferry back, getting the uh, Tahuya back again. That would be cool. I would prefer that than spend 100 bucks on freaking parking for the day. Yeah. Or whatever it is. It's not far off that. Um, but no, uh, if I go up, I have to stay overnight because Tahuya or, or some stupid thing. It's just, it's stupid. So, of course, I'm not going to uh, use that. What could help you with your money problems, though, Chris? Uh, and it's really not up to you, but if something of yours got hit by a meteorite, that would have helped. Can we, can you have a, you have lightning rods? Can we have meteorite rods that just attract meteorites? I'm not sure, but there's a lot of people that get really excited about this one specific meteorite that came uh, down in 2019. And Christie's are auctioning off a German shepherd's doghouse. It just has a hole in it from the meteorite, right? The German shepherd survived? Yep, it's fine. His name's Rocky in right, Costa okay. Rica, and he's just in there. He was just a bit scared. But uh, oh. this Aguasacus meteorite is one of the most researched meteorites of all time. I'm assuming there's bits and pieces of it all over the place. But the meteorite itself doesn't cost much. It's the thing that it hit is where they get the money. So this really? Is, yeah, this is the weird thing. So it makes the, no sense. Uh, I just, I don't know. It makes no sense. I might so, put a hole in something and say it was hit by I'm sure they tested it. I'm sure, I'm, I hope they did. Because this doghouse is going to go between three hundred dollars and $450,000 at auction. And they're very excited about it. A, um, a letterbox got hit in Georgia once in 2007, and that sold for $123,000 New Zealand dollars. And a crappy car that somebody brought for $550 got hit in the boot. And one week later, she sold it for $96,000. Uh, that's in 1992. And then in 2010, they then sold it for $320,000. Jeez. The meteorite itself will only go for fifty six dollars to $84,000 that hit the doghouse. It's still, that makes no sense. Uh, there's people bidding on it too. And you've got to, oh, no, it ran out three days ago. So I don't know what it actually went for. But uh, yeah. Um, I'm sure if you wanted it, you'd already know about it. Talking about things being auctioned, um, there's a Holden in the state, in Australia rather, being auctioned right now. They found it like in a garage, like yeah. people didn't know it was there, whatever. And um, but it's unique because it's a handmade um, first edition of a, I don't know, something like an '86 
Holden Calais or some some stuff like that. And you know it's handmade. So you go in and the radio is just a fascia. You like pull it off oh, and right, the grill yeah. is carved wood. Yeah. Um, so it's it's been handmade. It's got a big plate that says who made it and stuff. Um, and it's never been driven. What? Never Mental. been driven. Well, yeah. So so um, they reckon that'll be going for six figures. So, yeah. Whoa. Talking about cars and America, um, firearms have overtaken car crashes as the main cause of premature U.S. trauma deaths. Oh, okay. Well, no, oh, but, but you know what they need, though. <clears throat> they need seatbelts for the, the firearms now. Well, that's right. <laughs> but you know the seatbelt story with Volvo, eh? No, what was that? Volvo invented the three-point seatbelt that we have today. Oh, yeah. And they said, oh, you're going to patent it. And they said, no, it's too important for the world. Everybody can have it. Yeah. It's too important. So they're good on them because otherwise, imagine that. You'd just be like, what's this? Oh, I've got the I've got the Toyota uh, rubber band here holding me in. Can't afford a Volvo. <laughs> yeah, that's that, good on you, Volvo, um, for that one thing. But I'm not forgiving you for uh, screwing up all the um, uh, cheating on the um, testing of the – what do you call it? Catalyst converted. No, that wasn't them. That was V Dub. Oh yeah, no, you're right. Volkswagen. <laughs> oh yeah. Good on you, Volvo. Good on you, Volvo. So uh the metaverse app is allowing kids into virtual strip clubs. Um, that's happening. And um so a researcher poses a 13-year-old, they got in there, and every creep in the world is on the metaverse. We already <laughs> covered this the other week with the uh hey. filling people up. Uh, uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> Just because I am on. <laughs> oh, no, I didn't mean it like that. Sorry. <laughs> I didn't even think of that. But, no, it's just that, uh, yeah, they there's no controls at all. Anybody can go in there. But I suppose that's the internet in general. Um, yeah, it is. Um, yeah. I. It's it's a tough one, too, because they Facebook's got to be really careful because they don't want to be seen to be grabbing too much identity. Because yeah. you know they want this metaverse thing to take off, but they they've got a bad rap so far with ripping off all your personal information. Yeah. So, but getting a um, an ID on every person that that um, puts an Oculus on is a bit like mm, I don't know. I can see going forward yeah. with those Oculus um, things that it scans your. Um, Iris, because it's got a, an eye tracker inside. I'm pretty sure it's got an eye tracker inside. It's got at least light sensor anyway on the yeah, inside. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure because of the way the avatars work with the eyes, um, it's too close to realistic. Um, I think it's tracking your eyes a bit. So I wouldn't be surprised if you put it on and it just goes, you know, scans your iris and goes, ah, oh, hi, Chris, and then away you go. And we'll get to that. And when you do get to that, then you can do that whole um, age-appropriate stuff, um, I think that's going to have to happen. Yeah. But, yeah, it's a tough one for, for Facebook. What you don't want to happen, Chris, is to be job-fished. That sounds interesting. What's that? I'll link to this article in the show notes. It's very long, but it's quite interesting. But basically, all these people, designers and stuff, signed up for a design agency called Madbird uh, in the UK and London. And there's all these people on a Zoom call, like heaps of them. And they're all working on stuff. And uh, that was good. But the contracts were like, you'll get performance-based payments, you know, after you've done it. So some people dropped off real early. I'm like, this is crap. But some people stayed there for months. 
who actually worked with other people. Um, but the design company doesn't exist. This guy just made it all up. But he had all these people working for him for basically free. Um, yeah, it's all a bit strange. And uh, there's pictures on their website of like the managing director. He's actually a, a, a beehive maker. They stole his identity. Uh, this graphic designer guy, he's just a model for uh, Getty Images. Um, yeah. So they contacted, and it sounds like these investigators hunted this guy down. Um, he said that he worked for Nike as a creative lead in the US and all these other places. He's very similar to the Tinder swindler, but working in a business thing. Uh, one dude, was, one person was putting in 16 hours every single day for months, working on all this stuff. Uh, so he must have been selling it, pocketing the money and not paying these people. Yeah. It must have been how he's making his money. Um, That's yeah. crazy. But there's a whole bunch of them in this story. They tracked him down and uh, confronted him. There's a picture of him with headphones on and he's like, no, no, no. Um, yeah. Don't get this confused uh, with this was based in London. It should not be confused with unrelated companies with similar names based elsewhere in the UK. Whatever that means. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh no, I'll have to read that. I'll read that up actually because that sounds pretty cool. Did you did you write the top one here, or did I write that? What's that? Hi. Um, oh no, I did. We'll finish the podcast with this. The highest paid entertainer in the world, uh, because they fudged the figures a little bit, is Sir Peter Jackson. What do you mean? Because they fudged the figures a bit? Wow. Because he sold he sold Weta Digital. Yeah, he sold uh, that for uh, $580 million. Yeah. So it's not just like from acting as such. Oh, no, no, no. Do you know what I mean? So, um, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, all those guys, they're not making all their money from on the, in those uh, Forbes things. A lot of them are endorsement deals and freaking all that other stuff as well. So. Yeah, it is. But uh, I don't know if he fits in with the other top five people, which is Bruce Springsteen, Jay-Z, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, Kanye West. Dwayne The Rock Johnson is selling um, energy drinks. Like, come on. <laughs> yeah. And watches. Is it watches? No. He, ha- he has the fastest growing tequila brand in the history of the US ever. Oh, wow. Hmm. Who's the dude that did Patron? He was pretty cool. Don't know, but he has he, he just signed a multi-year generational deal with the the people in Mexico that make it for him, like a small batch brood and they can't keep up. Like I'd hate, I'd, I don't know how much he's made, but yeah. So there we go. Ooh, that'd be cool. Yeah. So if you're a fan of the show and really, 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 really like the show, what you need to know is I love tequila. And if you get me a bottle, <laughs> a bottle of that stuff, I'll definitely shout out your name. It sounds like they are pushing out into <laughs> um, international markets because they just signed a huge distribution deal with um, Jägermeister. Oh, nice. Nice. Anyway, that brings us to the end of the show. Uh, hope you are well and uh, you don't have too many crazies in your life. Yeah. Uh, are you saying that because you do have some or no? <laughs> nah, I was talking to Brent yesterday, the property manager guy, and his um, mother-in-law is anti-vax and is up here for a week and driving him mental and they can't go anywhere. And he also mentioned that he saw you at the LinkedIn thing. Yeah, yeah. That was, was that a, when you were sweaty? Yeah, yeah. That yeah. was yeah, a few weeks ago, a month ago, whatever. Um, yeah, no. Um, but, yeah, things have been going pretty good here. Oh, I, I'm waiting for my tire. Oh, I, I'm going to tell you this, and everybody can listen in because whatever. I went round to the old house to um, 
because I, oh, yeah, yeah. I ordered an inner tube for my um my bike because uh, I went to Kmart, I went to both Kmart's and they had the they didn't have that one size. They had all the other sizes, but not the size that I needed. They had an empty rack for it, right? So I didn't want to go to a, a bike shop and look like an idiot because I, you know, because I don't know what I'm doing. But I uh, went online and ordered it from Kmart, yeah. and I'm sure it just doesn't give the address until it gets the end. And I just whatever. I ordered it and it went to to a Radnor store. I was like, crap! Um, and you can't change it, and there's nowhere to ring, and it's um, it's billed to your credit card from um, Kmart Australia. Of course. So I'm like, good God, this is just awkward. I'll just pop by uh, 2A Radnor Street, the old place. Yeah. I can give that address out now. Um, and we went around there and, um, you know, the there's a car parked in the driveway and all the curtains are closed in the middle of the day. Um, mind you, that might be to keep the heat out, I guess. And so knock on the door and this um, girl, it looks like I wake her up. Um, so I would be four o'clock, five, four, four thirty or something in the afternoon. And I sort of explained and gave her a card. But what I wanted to mention was in the middle of the um, veranda. Yeah, it's a just, giant heat pump. Yeah. Oh, have you seen it? Yeah. 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 You can't miss and, it. And it's bodge. Um, the, the, the oh, did he install thing. it himself? I got to think so because that is the bodgiest hole in the wall with a piece of um, thing going through it. And worse, all around it is wet, all around the head pump. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's it's soaking. It's going to fall through into the garage, I reckon. I'm just like, yeah. Did you try and get in there to look at the shower? You're like, "Uh, can I just look at the shower? (laughs) Oh, no. Kim the slumlord. Oh, my God. Well, it's good. It's good he's keeping uh, consistent there. Anyway, until next week, I'm Sam. I'm Chris. I'll see ya. Bye. Hope you enjoyed the show. Make sure to subscribe and we'll catch you next week. Don't forget to tell your friends.